with a three-pointer up and oh. down it. Down it there Pure shooter there. Pure shooter just drained it. Hello, Northwest Iowa, and welcome back to Siouxland Ballcast, the podcast where we talk about nothing but Siouxland Conference basketball. I'm your host, Aaron Hayengay, and just a reminder to check out Siouxland Ballcast on Instagram, at Siouxland Ballcast. On Facebook, we're Siouxland Ballcast, and lastly, on Twitter, at Siouxland Ball. So we finished the play-in games in round one for class 1A and 2A, and all I have to say is wow. Just take everything you know about like these teams for the past few months and just throw it out the window because we're going conference versus conference. And even we now have a district championship between two Siouxland teams. So uh man, like this is really unpredictable like what just happened. And uh we're gonna get into that. Gonna go through the playing games and the first round. And we're gonna start this off with the uh Class 2A, District 1. Uh, the playing game was... The first one we're going to go through was the 6.30 game. This one was the 17th, which was, I believe, this past Monday. Is this past Monday between Unity Christian and Sioux Center. This one was played at Rock Valley, neutral site game. And boy, did this one not disappoint at all. This was uh, Unity Christian is currently ranked, let me check, uh, BC Moore, they're ranked 23rd. Meanwhile, Sioux Center is at 29. So uh, Sioux Center is a little under them. Sioux Center, of course, being from the Siouxland. Meanwhile, Uni Christian is from the War Eagle. So they're uh, 12 and 10 in the War Eagle, which is kind of being like 8 and 15 in the Siouxland. So this is pretty a pretty good matchup. And uh, <laughs> this game story was... Uh, Sioux Center started off super hot in the first. Uh, they took a eight-point lead, and then that got smothered by halftime. And uh, Unity Christian was up by four, extended that to... Uh, Sioux Center took the lead, actually, at the end of the third, and then it was all tied up at the end of the fourth. And then we had OT, <laughs> six to six in OT, so we went to double OT, and Sioux Center closed it out with the final score being Sioux Center 90, Unity Christian 84. Let's take a look at some stats for Sioux Center. And uh, their players really stepped up in this one. Wilson Arshbarger had 24. Uh, Damon Walhoff uh, poured in 21. And Eli Himma poured in 20 points. He went 6 for 12 from the field, 1 of 3 for 3, and 7 of 8 from the line. Uh, Sioux Center, as a unit, went 33 for 60, so that is a very good uh, percentage. Though, Unity Christian went 32 for 59, so that was also really good. Um, Sioux Center out-rebounded them by two and uh, had 12 assists on their 33 makes. So not great ball movement, but uh, sometimes... <laughs> You just have to have your players take over, and I feel like that is exactly what happened in this game. Wilson Archbarger really proved uh, the doubters wrong in this one. Including myself, I didn't think he had this in him. But Wilson Archbarger proved me wrong. I'm very glad about that. And went 10 for 16 from the field. Uh, over 3 from 3. So I'm, 
I'm glad he's not shooting as many threes as he once was because when you're 6'8 in high school basketball, especially in like 2A, you're going to be a beast inside. So that's exactly what they did. Went to Wilson early and often and uh, found a way to get that win against Unity Christian in the play-in game. Uh, some stats for Unity Christian. Their leading scorer was Logan Franken. He had 25 points, went 11 of 16 from the field, and 2 for 5 for 3. Uh, only had four rebounds and uh, had three assists as well, as well as three steals, so he had a good defensive night. And uh, the stats don't look, v- like, very terrible. They don't look bad for Unity Christian. So uh, I'm going to say it was more in the maybe defensive end that they might have let up a little bit. And uh, this is definitely an exciting game. But, uh, yeah, Sioux Center gets the win 90-84. to Moving on from that game, we have a game that is, I believe, also in the District 1. Yep, District 1, we have Rock Valley taking on M-V-A-O-C-O-U, the Alphabet School. Uh, and this one was at Rock Valley. It was the game played after Unity Christian and Sioux Center. This one was at 8 o'clock on Monday. And uh, Rock Valley just blew them out of the water. Uh, I believe that this is the Mapleton... Uh, that's a school that they have. They have no stats for this one, but let me take a look at that box score. And uh, Rock Valley just came out firing. They're up by 10 by the end of the first. Extended that to 17 by halftime. Extended that to 26 by the end of the third and ended up having a 29-point win. Uh, some stats for Rock Valley. They had some stats posted. Their leading scorer was Jackson Russ, which is exactly what they need coming out of the gate in the playoffs. They're a one returner from last year's state team. Um, he went 7 of 13 for uh, field goals, 4 for 9 from 3, and he just really poured in points there. And uh, Rock Valley had 9 steals in this one, so uh, <laughs> they're definitely being aggressive on the defensive end. Out of their 27 makes, they had 29 Sorry. Out of their 27 makes, they had 21 assists. So they're definitely moving the ball, and that's exactly what you were looking for, especially in the playoffs with some team play so you can rely on your guys. They had 42 rebounds in this one, too, so they're definitely getting on the boards. Again, a very aggressive team, and they really took it to uh, Mapleton. (laughs) So that was a very good game for them. Uh, Rack Valley's ranking is, let me get there, they're ranked 14th in the state. Meanwhile, uh, it's really tough to look for. Mapleton is ranked 73rd, so definitely definitely won the Rock Valley should have won, and they did. Rock Valley taking care of business with a final score of 72-43 to over MVAOCOU. All right, moving on from that game, we have Pocahontas versus Sheldon. This one was in, let me check, I got a lot of tabs open. <laughs> this one was in Class 2A District 3. This was the playing game, the first one of that doubleheader at Sioux Central Sioux Rapids. This one was on Monday at 6.30, so we have Sheldon and Pocahontas area. And uh, Sheldon took this one by 14 points, so a very good win for Sheldon. Sheldon is ranked 
37th in 2A, while Pocahontas is ranked 56. So definitely Sheldon favored in this one, and they took care of business. Uh, to start off the game, Sheldon had a 7-point lead, and uh, they grew that to 11 by halftime. And then by the end of the third, it is a 14-point lead, and it stayed like that throughout the fourth. Here's uh, some stats for, Pocah for Pocahontas. Their leading scorer was Trey Olertz. Um, I know Pocahontas last year was pretty decent. I think they met Boyden Hall at Substates. So uh, not as good as they were la last year. And uh, behind him was Luke Vanderham. He had 13th, and uh, Tyson Peterson had 12. As a team, they shot 21 for 45 and uh, shot 5 for 14 from 3, so not great, but not terrible. Uh, they had 27 rebounds compared to Sheldon's 26, so Sheldon almost out-rebounded a team, and when they can do that, they can be dangerous. So definitely not a lot of size for Pocahontas, or just maybe not a lot of hustle. <laughs> Out of their 21 shots made, they had 11 assists, uh, 3 steals, and 2 blocks, so they weren't really getting it done on the defensive end, because Sheldon had 8 steals and 4 blocks, so when Sheldon is playing defense and they're locked in like that, very scary team, uh, Sheldon definitely taking care of business. Some stats for Sheldon. Caleb Ackerman was the leading scorer with 23 points, so a very good night for him. Uh, Jordan Jeffries had 14, Mitchell Wolf had 13, and Ty Sudbeck had 11. Sheldon didn't shoot great from three. They actually did not take a lot of threes compared to what they're used to. They went 8 for 19, uh, so they had 19 shot attempts from the three-point line out of their 52, so definitely... Not like them, but hey, they really got it done. It's proving that they can get that done like that. Out of their 23 shots made, they had 14 assists. And then again, they really got it done on the defensive end in this game, having eight steals and four blocks. Moving on from that game, again, Sheldon with that win, 70-56. to 56. And uh, moving on from that one, we head to the Central Lion-Okoboji matchup, which was... Let me find it. I think this is also in... Let me find it. <laughs> yep, this was Class 2A, District 4. Uh, this was a playing game. This one was um, at West Lion. Uh, Monday at 6.30, we have Okoboji Central Lion. And uh, this one was actually Tuesday, sorry. It was postponed from that Monday because there was some ice up there in northwest Iowa. 6.30, Okoboji Central Lion, and this one was a really good game. Uh, start off the game, Okoboji had a one-point lead, extended that to six by halftime, stayed at six throughout the third, and it ended up being a two-point win for Okoboji. Um, some stats for Central Lion... Their leading scorer was Zach Lutmer with, oh my goodness, 38 points for Zach Lutmer. The freshman had 38. This is exactly what I, not exactly what I was going to think that was going to happen, but I knew that he was going to take a lot of shots. He went 15 of 22, so that's still very efficient, especially with shooting 22 times. Four for seven from three and four for six from the line. That kid has a future. Oh, behind him, their leading scorer was Cole Hugendorn in his last game. 
He had 13 points, uh, 5'11 from the from field goal, 3 for 6 from 3. And uh, <laughs> Zach Lutmer definitely had the biggest green light ever. <laughs> and um, paid off for him. Just could not get there with Central Lion. Uh, though Central Line has a very bright future, as I've said m- numerous times. That sophomore class, especially Zach Lutmer and the freshman class, they're going to be dangerous in the next two years. Especially when you can go at Okaboji like this and almost win, especially off the back of Zach Lutmer. Not really a lot of storylines going behind that. Uh, Zach Lutmer, a lot of iso ball, um, which is... In the past, you would think, oh, Central Line Ice Ball really hasn't, lo- hasn't worked out that well. It is when it's Zach Lutmer. <laughs> so uh, Central Line not really getting it done on the defensive end, though they had three steals in total and zero blocks compared to Okoboji doesn't have any stats. Again, like three steals and zero blocks, not really going to get the job done, but Central Line is a little outside, so that's understandable. Yeah, 26 rebounds, so not doing very hot there, though 11 of their 26 was offensive, so that, that's a very good offensive rebounding stat, but not so much defense rebounding. Uh, 13 assists off the 29 field goals made. Could do better, but I understand this is probably a lot of iso ball. So yeah, Central Lion loses to Okaboji 77-79 to in the opening round game. Moving on from that one. We're going to take things to the Sibley Ocheedon West Lion game. Again, I'm going through the uh, Siouxland games. I'll quick, quickly go through the non-Siouxland games after this. But uh, let's take a look at that matchup. This one was also in the Class 2A District 4. This was right after the Okoboji Central Lion game at 8 p.m. at West Lion on Tuesday. So um, start this one off. West Lion had a six-point lead at the end of the first, <clears throat> extended that to nine at the end of the second, extended <laughs> that to 14, not 14, 24, <laughs> and uh, ended up with a 74-41 win. Some stats for Sibley Ochi in their last game. Carter Brower was the leading scorer with 12 points. Um... Went 4 for 13, so not so hot from there. Went 4 for 4 from the line, though. And, uh, yeah, when your leading scorer is 12 points, probably not going to get the job done. I understand defense is um, the large factor in this, but you got to have some offense. You can't score 41 and expect to win. Um, assist numbers, they only had 15 makes, but out of the 15 makes, 12 of them were on assists, so... Good ball movement, just really couldn't get the shots falling. They went 15 for 44 as a team, so that's never going to be very good. Uh, they had 24 rebounds compared to West Lion doesn't have any stats. I'm going to guess West Lion had a lot more in 24 rebounds. Had six steals and two blocks, so they really weren't blocking too many shots, but had a decent amount of steals. 18 fouls, though. That's that's never a good sign for for uh, Sibley Ocheedon. And uh, two for nine for three. And uh, at least they're committing to the inside game. But uh, still, have to have more offense, and you definitely cannot allow 74 points and expect to win. Just an all-around really tells a story for Sibley Ocheedon this year. Not great at all. As a West Line gets that win, 74-41. to 
And then um, after that game, we're going to take a look at the... Oh, we're done with the playing games now. Let's go through the playing games for the rest of the District 1 and 2 for 1A, then 1, 2, 3, and 4 for 2A. 3A, 3A has not started yet, so we're not going to get into that quite yet. So we have MMCRU taking on Akron-Westfield. And um, we have MMCRU. Let me check the, the BC more real quick. MMCRU is ranked 102nd in 1A. And uh, the team that they were playing, Akron-Westfield, is ranked 125th. So uh, we have quite the matchup here as uh, Akron-Westfield beats MMCRU 73-54. Akron-Westfield gets a win. They get a win, so that's good. <laughs> um, that was the only playing game for District 1. District 2 and 1A, it was uh, St. Mary's Storm Lake versus West Bend Mallard. Uh, St. Mary's Storm Lake is ranked 122nd in 1A, while uh, Akron... No, sorry. While West Bend Mallard is ranked 132nd. <laughs> These are some really good playing games. And uh, St. Mary Storm Lake blew out West Bend Mallard with a win of 43-28. to So that's the only playing game for District 2 and 1A. Then we go to District 1 in 2A. And we already went through both of those because both those uh, were... Siouxland teams, obviously Sioux Center beats Unity Christian double overtime. Rock Valley beats M-V-A-O-C-O-U. Um, so that's the playing games for Class 2A District 1. And then we have Class 2A District 2. Uh, we see OA-BCIG taking on Alta Aurelia. And uh, OA-BCIG is ranked, if we can find it. <laughs> They're ranked 39th in 2A. Meanwhile, so this is a lot of tabs. Alta Aurelia is ranked 61st. And uh, the winner of that matchup was Alta Aurelia. <laughs> they got the win 60-49 to over OABCIG. Then we have Esac County taking on Manson Northwest Webster. Esac County is ranked. Keep on going to one A. Esac County is ranked twenty seventh in two A. Meanwhile, they're taking on Manson Northwest Webster, and uh, Northwest Webster is ranked ninetieth in two A. <laughs> And once you take a look at that, the winner of that matchup was Esac County. They got the 30-point win, 75-45, over Manson Northwest Webster. Then let's take a look at Class 2A District 3. Uh, that showed us, of course, the Sheldon-Pocahontas area game. Sheldon won that one by 14. And then we have Sioux Central Sioux Rapids taking on North Union. And uh, Sioux Central is ranked... 48th in 2A. Meanwhile, 
North Union is ranked 94th in 2A. So you can almost guess who won that one. It was Sioux Central, Cedar, sorry, Sioux Rapids. I live in Cedar Rapids, so that confused me. Uh, they got the win 69 to 51. Um, then we have Class 2A District 4. Both of those were Siouxland against Siouxland. So we have Okaboji beating Central Lions 79 77. And then West Lion beating Sibley Ochidan 74 to 41. Now we can go into the official first round games. I'm just going to call it the first round games because those are really plans. All right, so we got Trinity Christian going to George, Iowa, my hometown, and taking on George Little, <clears throat> George Little Rock. Sorry, I've been coughing all morning. <laughs> and um, this one started out a very good game, 12-13 uh, to 13 at the end of the first. GLR had the one-point advantage. Uh, extended that to an 11-point lead at the half, and extended that to a 17-point lead at the end of the third to make it final score, George Hodorak 62, Trinity Christian 33. No stats for Trinity. But let's take a look at the stats for George Hodorak. Peyton Malden went off. He went 13 of 19, a very efficient game for him. Two for five from three. Actually, no free throws. He usually gets to the line pretty well, but didn't matter. He had 28 points, and gosh darn it, the ball was going in. <laughs> Apart from that, he had six assists and six steals, so getting it done both ways, Peyton Malden, an absolute animal in this game. And then behind him, we have Matt Haken with 15 points. He went six for eight from the field. Could not make, sorry, <laughs> he could make a free throw. He made three out of four and uh, had 11 boards, so messed around and got a double-double, along with six assists, two steals, and five blocks. What a game for Matt Haken. Um, so the two stars were definitely there. As a team, the team shot 27 for 46, so never going to be mad with that. 5 of 13 from three. They could pick it up. They're going to be really dangerous from three. Um, only shot four free throws, and they're all by Matt Haken. So uh, Matt Haken getting in there, and then, of course, you got your shooters around him. They had 27 rebounds, which 11 of those were from Matt Haken. Uh, 20 assists, 9 steals, 7 blocks. So 9 steals and 7 blocks. That's a very good defensive game from George Little Rock. And uh, just an all-around good game for GLR. I'll take a look at some three-point shooting. Four of the five was made by either Peyton Malden or Mason Post. So uh, Ben Anderson went one for two, so not bad. Though uh, <clears throat> you can kick it out and find Will Hamilton or Ben Anderson. Definitely do that. Uh, even Mason Post is getting hot lately. So if you can find those shooters, kick it to them. If you don't have a good shot, if I'm talking to Peyton Malden or Matt Haken, if you don't have a good shot, just pass it out to those guys because they're really reliable. Hopefully they can get hot. Uh, we even got some freshmen in here now. The squad completely filled up. We got Brandon Van Vriesen, little bro of Skinny Van Vriesen, little bro of Dalton Van Vriesen, making buckets, one for one, along with a board. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there we go. George Little Rock gets the win over Trinity Christian, 62-33. to 
Moving on from 1A, we start in some 2A action. In uh, 2A District 1, I believe. Yep, 2A District 1, we have Cherokee Washington taking on Rockville. Sorry, I didn't have the details for the last game. That one was at GLR at 8 p.m. on... That was yesterday, so it would have been a Thursday. Yep, Thursday. So there's that. Now we move on to 2A, where... Uh, we have Cherokee, Washington taking on Rock Valley. This one was at West Sioux High School Thursday at 6.30. And, man, what a disappointment for Rock Valley. They lost this one, and it wasn't even close. Final score, Cherokee, Washington 64, Rock Valley 47. Again, Rock Valley ranked 14th in 2A. Meanwhile, Cherokee right in front of them at 13. So, uh, not a game that Rock Valley was hoping for, but it's the one they got. <clears throat> Here's some stats. Uh, just I'm going to start off the game real quick. So we got Cherokee-Washington taking a two-point lead at the end of the first, making it 7-5, to five, and extending that lead to 6 by halftime, extending that lead by tw to 12, and extending that 12-point lead to 17 to end the game. Just not getting into it was Rock Valley at all. They just were kept out of this game the entire game. Leading scorer for Cherokee was Kobe. He had 20 points. Uh, Kobe Grell did. Uh, 6 for 8 from the field. Over 2 from 3 and 8 for 12 from the free throw line. Um... Behind him was Ryan Hurd. He had 17 points. He went 6 of 9 from the field. That's nice. Um, 5 or 6 from the line. Had 14 boards as well. Uh, yeah, that's not getting the job done for Rock Valley. Uh, he had 32 rebounds. Cherokee did. There's no stats for Rock Valley because that was their last game, and I don't think they really want to put those in. Uh, Cherokee Washington had 9 steals and 4 blocks. So um, that was good ball movement by them, <laughs> good defense by them. Just, yeah, that's, that's disappointing for Rock Valley. Hats off to Cherokee for taking a usually a dark horse team in the playoffs and just killing their spirit. Uh, Cherokee, they're a good team. They're definitely not a bad team, but not the ending Rock Valley was hoping and definitely looking forward to, well for Cherokee Washington as they get the win 64 to 47 over Rock Valley. Uh, moving on from that game, we have an insane game. Again, two insane games in the playoffs for Sioux Center back to back. Um, this one was between Sioux Center and West Sioux. Uh, start this game off, Sioux Center had a five point advantage, uh, West Sioux only cutting it to four by halftime. Uh, and then. At the end of the third, let me do some quick maths. <laughs> it was a 10-point game at the end of the third, and then West Sioux came storming back. And uh, the only time that West Sioux even was in front of this game was the last second. <laughs> it was a Baxter Walsh had a putback shot that gave West Sioux a 65-64 lead at the last second. So 
definitely a heartbreaker for Sioux Center and definitely <laughs> a heart stopper for West Sioux because uh, this is this is a team that is currently ranked sixth at BC Moore in 2A while Sioux Center is sitting there looking pretty at 29th. So West Sioux survived a scare in this one. Uh, take a look at some stats for Sioux Center. Their leading scorer was Damon Walhoff. He went 7 of 10 from the field, 1 for 3 from 3, 2 of 4 from the line. And then behind him, we had Wilson Harshbarger, 5 for 10, and uh, Marshall Schwedeman. I really haven't seen his name come up too much, so he must have had a really good game. He went 4 for 7, and all those were threes. <laughs> Man. He also had four offense rebounds, but no defense rebounds, so at least he was getting his following a shot, at least. <clears throat> so, um, besides that, we take a look at maybe some rebounding. There's no stats for West Sioux. Uh, 25 boards for Sioux Center. That's 16 assists on the 24 shots they made, so that is sitting there looking pretty for that. Um, four steals and three blocks, not terrible defensive showing. Just, um kind of choked at the end to a obviously better team, but Sioux Center definitely played with heart at least for the first 24 minutes. Just That would have been one heck of an upset for Sioux Center. Just a really good effort from them. But uh, yeah, West Sioux survives the scare as they beat Sioux Center 65-64. to Moving on from that game, we have West Sioux. Oh, sorry. I just did that game. <laughs> Moving on from that game, we have Boyden Hall versus Sheldon, a Siouxland Conference matchup. Um, no stats for Boyden Hall, but they do have some for Sheldon. Let me just take you through the game real quick. This one was not a game to begin with, as expected. Boyden Hall was up by 14 at the end of the first, 14 at the end of the second. Um, quick maths real quick. Uh 21-point advantage at the end of the... Sorry, sorry, no, it wasn't. Uh, Sheldon actually was coming back. So this is a seven-point game at the end of the third, and then Boyne Hall's blew the game open to take a 55-39 to win over Sheldon. Uh, some stats for Sheldon. We got Caleb Ackerman, the leading scorer, with 11 points. If you score under 40, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> And um, 20 boards for Sheldon. They went 3 of 15 from 3, so that's what really killed them, especially as a 3-point shooting team to just not have your game like that at all. You're never going to pull off a win with that one. Just unfortunate time to not be feeling it. Um, had 7 steals, actually, and 1 block, so not a terrible defensive showing from them. Um, Boyden Hall only put up 55 points. That's not bad. That is not bad, especially since Boyden Hall is ranked, I think, second now. Yeah, they're ranked second in 2A. So giving up second 55 points when they average 70, that's not bad at all. So their, their offense game was stepping up. That would be a pretty good game, but it just wasn't there. As Boyden Hall takes that win 55 to 39 over Sheldon. Again, that game was at Hall on Thursday at 8 p.m. Moving on from that game, we have the Spirit Lake West Lion game. 
And uh, this one is 2A District 4 action. And uh, this one was at Western Christian Hall um, yesterday at 6.30. And um, take a look at that game. That game started off with a uh, West Lion being up by 4. And Spear Lake cut that to 2 at halftime. And then West Lion took a 5-point lead at the end of the third. And... West Lyon took that win. I knew it. I knew West Lyon would get past Spear Lake. Uh, 47 to 45. Um, let's just say this is a really good night for the Siouxland and a very bad night for the Lakes Conference. Um, Lakes Conference, again, just saying BC Moore has them above us somehow. Don't know why. No stats for this game, but uh, West Lyon takes that dub. Again, we got two very good games at Western Christian that same night, we have Western Christian versus Okaboji. And man, I just want to take a look at like the rankings for even this one. Western Christian ranked third, while Okaboji's ranked 21st. That is nuts. And Okaboji got the win. Sorry, that was a spoiler. Okaboji got the win, but if you follow my Instagram... For uh, Siouxland Ballcast, you would know I posted some about that. And <sighs> Okaboji just went off in this one. To start the game, Okaboji was actually up by six, and they're also up by six by halftime. And then Western cut that to a two-point game in at the end of the third, and then at the end of the fourth tie ball game, OT, Okaboji takes it, and um, just, man. <laughs> Jamison Homers is built different. He hit a humongous shot, uh, not necessarily the game winner, but basically the, cl- the game-clinching shot to, ma- to take Okaboji over Western. So, yeah, final score. Okaboji 66, Western Christian 62, with the major upset by Okaboji. What a great night of basketball. This is absolutely insane. You have, wow. Now, for the other teams, we have uh, South of Bryan. They took on Akron Westfield. South of Bryan obviously ranked up pretty high. Uh, Yeah, they're the number one ranked team in 1A. So they took on Akron Westfield. And as you can probably tell, it's not going to be a game. <laughs> South of Bryan took that one, 73-29. And we have Kingsley Pearson taking on Galen Catholic. Uh, Kingsley Pearson is ranked 69th, nice, in 1A, while Galen Catholic is ranked... 56. So Galen was actually favored in this one. And uh, they didn't get the win. <laughs> Galen's usually like kind of like that third team uh, in like a sub-state game where they'd make the district championship, but they would never make a sub-state. But this is first-round exit for them. Kingsley Pearson takes the win, 52-43. to uh, Then, of course, we have the GLR Trinity game, which GLR ended up winning. And you have Hinton versus Hartley Melvin Sanborn. This one was... I usually don't want to do like other stats for other conference teams unless it's like state or something, but man, Hartley Melvin Sanborn went off on Hinton. 
I don't understand how they also just went off on them like that. Uh, HMS is ranked. I mean, technically, this is a team that was in the Siouxland not too long ago, so I'll I'll give them a pass. <laughs> They're ranked 57th, while Hinton is ranked 38th in 1A. And uh, I just really want to look at the stats from this one of like what did what did they do to make Hinton just be bombarded? It was Samuel Hack. Or Hake, I'm sorry if I get that wrong, but he had 34 points. So uh, that tells story. <laughs> 10 for 14 from three. Man was hot. Man. That, that was a good matchup. And now uh, George Sodorak has the, uh, <laughs> has the um, priority of playing Hartley Melvin Sanborn. That's going to be tough to stop. I'd say put, put your top defender on. Samuel because he can he can get hot. Hopefully he's not as hot against GLR, but we'll see. That game is going to be on the 25th, so that's a Tuesday, I believe. Yep, Tuesday. And uh, that should be a fun one. So uh, moving on from that one, we go to 1A District 2, and a first-round matchup was St. Mary's Storm Lake versus Bishop Garrigan. Algona and Bishop Garrigan took that win, 83-37. to Uh Bishop Algona is ranked. Oh, sorry, that's 2A. They are ranked. Cannot find them. They're ranked third. Sorry. I was not expecting them to be up that high. They're ranked third in 1A. So that's that's fun. <laughs> so they got that one huge. Then we had uh, St. Edmund Fort Dodge and uh, GTRA taken. A game. This one was won by St. Edmund Fort Dodge, 61 to 31. And St. Edmund is ranked 44th in 1A, while GTRA is ranked 99th. So, understandable. <laughs> then we have Noel Fonda taking on Pelton Churchton. And Noel Fonda took that one big time. The final score is 76 to 23. And the rankings, Newell Fonda is ranked 10th, so a very good team. And uh, they took the win against Patton Churchton. <laughs> and that team is ranked, if I can find them, 103rd in 1A, so you'll have that. <laughs> then we have Harris Lake Park taking on Gidden Ralston. <laughs> And uh, they took that win, 65 to 46. Harris Lake Park's rate, uh, ranking is 37th. Meanwhile, the team they played, I think it's Glidden Ralston. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that very much. I haven't really heard of them. Uh, they're ranked 96th. So, yeah, definitely a expected win for Harris Lake Park. Then we have uh, Class 2A District 1. Uh, both of those games were Siouxland games, obviously. Sioux Center coming close to West Sioux, just could not get the job done. And then Cherokee, Washington beating Rock Valley. So sadly, out of this district, there is not going to be a Siouxland team representing. Then we have a Class 2A District 2, where um, South Central Calhoun and Alta Aurelia played. South Central Calhoun took the win there. And uh, their ranking in 2A is... They have one. <laughs> They're ranking in 2A. Do not see it. 
Oh, there it is. <laughs> 18th in 2A. Manola team they played, Alta Aurelia, is rated 61st. So that was an expected win. And then you got Southeast Valley taking on East Sac County. And uh, they got the win 65 to 45. Southeast Valley did. And uh, Southeast Valley is ranked 30th in 2A. Well, the team they played, East Sac County, again, is ranked not very high. <laughs> Actually, they are ranked pretty high. My bad. They're ranked 27th. But uh, Southeast Valley got the dub. And then moving on from District 2. In uh, District 3, we had a uh, Boyd hall Sheldon matchup, which Boyd Hall won handsomely. And then we have Emmitsburg versus uh, Sioux Central Sioux Rapids. And uh, Sioux Central Sioux Rapids actually won that one with uh, Emmitsburg being ranked... 45th, and uh, again, the team that won was South Central Sioux Rapids, and uh, they are ranked 48th, so that's an upset, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of an upset, and uh, then moving on from that one, we had, the, again, two Siouxland games, uh, Okaboji upsets Western, and then West Lion beats Spirit Lake. And um, let's take a look at what we have in store because there's still a lot of playoffs left. We got semifinals, district finals, sub-state finals, and then state. So um, in Class 1A, we have South O'Brien taking on Kingsley Pearson. This one will be at South O'Brien on Tuesday at 8 p.m., and meanwhile, the game before that is going to be George Little Rock taking on the hot Hartley Melvin Sanborn. That game is going to be right before that on Tuesday at 6.30. And the winner of that will play the district championship at Sioux Center. That's going to be on the Thursday, so really good matchup. And then we have Bishop Garrigan Algona taking on St. Edmund Fort Dodge. This one's going to be at Bishop Garrigan Algona. Uh, on Tuesday at 8 p.m. And the game right before that is going to be Noel Fonda taking on Harris Lake Park. That one is going to be also Tuesday at Bishop Garrigan at 6.30. Winner of that plays the district championship at Pocahontas area Thursday at 7. And then we got Class 2A, and we already got the district championship set up. This one is going to take, take place on Tuesday, and um, it's going to be between West Sioux and uh, Cherokee, Washington. And this one's going to be at Lamar's Tuesday at 7. And a uh, winner of that goes to Substate. And then we have in the Class 2A District 2, we're going to have South Central Calhoun taking on Southeast Valley. And that one is going to be at Manson Northwest Webster Tuesday at 7 p.m. So, uh... Sadly, from Substate 1, we're not getting a Siouxland team. So that's, that's disappointing. But we have Substate 2. First off, with District 3, we have Boyden Hall taking on Sioux Central Sioux Rapids. This one's going to be at Sheldon Tuesday at 7. That's the district championship. And um, 
where that goes to substate, substate two, and then with class two A district four, we're getting a for sure district championship out of this one. Uh, Okaboji taking on West Lion. This one's gonna be at Sibley Uchidan, uh Tuesday at seven. So uh, for taking a look at substates, that class two A substate two has a really good shot at being a Siouxland team. And then uh, take a look at 3A on Monday, and we'll see Floyd Valley is going to play their first round game against Storm Lake. This one's going to be at MLC Floyd Valley Monday at 6.30. And uh, before we end the show, I just want to point out that uh, I know in the last episode I said that Boyden Hall and MLC Floyd Valley had the share of the conference title. That was fake news. <laughs> uh, the winner is MLC Floyd Valley. They have the better conference record by a game. And, uh, yeah, th- uh, shout out to, uh, Ramon for, uh, pointing that out. Ramon, of course, the, uh, MLC Floyd Valley alum had a few battles back in the day between GLR and MLC. So, uh, thanks for pointing that out. Always looking to make the show better. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of exciting basketball behind us and a lot of exciting basketball in front of us. Um, so we have, we have our 10 teams, right? So we got... George Rock is still in it. We got... <laughs> Uh-oh. Boyd Hall is still in it. We got Okoboji in it. We got Westline in it. And, of course, we have MLC Floyd Valley still in it. So we still got half the teams left. Uh, we, could, we could put some teams to state, at least, like, three of them. I mean, at the most, three of them. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, MLC, GLR, maybe Boyd Hall, maybe Okoboji. Maybe West Lion? Never know. <laughs> uh, on that note, we're going to end this podcast. And uh, everyone have a very exciting weekend and uh, rest up for the exciting games come next weekend. Hopefully, I can catch a few games. Uh, maybe I'll go back. Someone wants to send me some, ga- <laughs> some gas money. That'd be great. But uh, yeah, I'll try to catch. At least maybe if uh, South O'Brien versus George Rock District Championship were to occur, maybe I'd go back for that. That's at Susanna, though, so, I mean, that's quite the trip. I'd have to, I'd have to, it'd have to be a good game. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll go to the, um, Boyd Hall, uh, uh, Sioux Central. I don't think that's a game to really go to. I feel like Boyd Hall is going to easily handle that business. Okoboji versus Westline is going to be quite the matchup, but I don't think it's something I would go all the way home for, and then MLC has a first-round game, which is not really something to go home for. If, uh, I will say this, if GLR or, um, actually there's going to be a game for sub-states uh, in 2A between at least one Siouxland team, I just want to know where that would have to be at, because uh, I don't know how far I'd really want to drive. I mean, it is it is for some that I love, and that is Siouxland Conference basketball, but uh, we would just have to see what would where the location would be, how great of a matchup it's going to be, and um, I'm just I'm just <laughs> doing my research here real quick and finding out where exactly this would have to be because the uh, Iowa High School Athletic Association's website is always set up so nicely, and uh, they're they're just really smart people. The people at the top of that. I'm not being sarcastic at all. (laughs) 
So yeah, uh, class 1A substate 1 is at Spencer. And uh, class 2A substate 2 is at MLC Floyd Valley. We'll have to see about the matchups. But uh, really exciting basketball again behind us and in front of us. Playoff time is the best time of the year. Everyone, um, have a good weekend. Have a good week next week. Cheer on your teams, and uh, hopefully Siouxland can get some teams to state. See you next time. with a three-pointer and count it for Hay and Gay. Nice high-arching shot. Three-pointer for Aaron Hay and Gay. Yep, Aaron Hay and Gay. Nicely done, Aaron.